If you'd like to follow along in preparation for Brother Howard's lesson today, if you want to follow along, open your Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 6, starting in verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith, whereunto thou art also called, and hath professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quicketh all things before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keepest this commandment without spot, with unrebuked, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in this time shall show he show you, who is the blessed and only Pontinus, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. me now? No? Okay. Sorry about that. I was saying I wish I was as young as Donnie portrayed me to be, but it's good to be here today and good to be able to speak to you. Uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day, isn't it? Uh, it's a national holiday. It's a day that we've set aside, as Donnie said, to honor our veterans, those who have served in our armed forces to protect the freedoms that uh, you and I uh, so dearly appreciate today. Uh, Veterans Day was originally known as Armistice Day. It was uh, put in place to celebrate the ending of the hostilities of World War One, a war that was supposed to end all wars. That war came to uh, uh, a close uh, in the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of uh, 1918. And for several years we celebrated it by proclamation of the president each year. It was in 1938 that it was first made into a national holiday. And uh, we celebrated that until 1954. At that time, it was decided that that uh, act needed to be amended. And uh, the name was changed from Armistice Day to Veterans Day uh, to celebrate the veterans of all of the wars uh, that our country has been involved in. It was surprising to me when I looked it up, we have about 22 million veterans living in our country today. We appreciate the great service that they've rendered to our country. I was going to ask those of our number to stand, but we've already done that. But again, let me say to those of you who are veterans, we appreciate the service that you have offered to our country. And we appreciate the freedoms that we have today because we have those who have defended our rights against those that would bring harm to us. Today I want to talk about being a soldier of Christ. Being a soldier of Christ. The Bible has a great deal to say about the Christian life in military terms. 
Uh, Paul oftentimes used uh, things that he was familiar with uh, to express ideas concerning the Christian life. And he was very familiar with many things in life. For example, he used sports oftentimes to describe the Christian life. He, uh, he, he described the Christian life as a race. And he said that we ought to uh, run that race with patience. But then he also used military terms to describe the Christian life. He described the Christian life to that of a soldier. In 2 Timothy, the second, or first, 2 Timothy the second chapter, uh, verses 1 through 4, he said, Therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Uh, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warth entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. When Paul wrote those words, he probably was chained to a Roman soldier. He refers to himself as being chained. Perhaps it was chained to the wall, but maybe even chained to a, a Roman soldier. And as he communicated with Timothy here, he no doubt had in mind uh, some of the things that he had experienced there in that prison that he was in, and he was very much familiar with the life of the soldier, very much familiar with the activities of the soldier. And thus he compared the Christian life with that of being a soldier of Jesus Christ. He infers that you and I as Christians today are soldiers of Christ, that we are engaged, that we are involved in the warfare of Jesus and our servants in that capacity. When you became a Christian, you became a soldier in the army of Jesus Christ. How, how does one become a good soldier? I'm thankful that our country has one of the greatest armies, uh, one of the greatest military forces that uh, exist on the earth today. It helps to maintain the freedoms that we have. But our, our armed forces did not become what they are uh, without a great deal of training. A great deal of work goes into that. If you become a soldier in the U.S. Army today, the first thing you're going to do is go through 10 weeks of basic training. Someone has said it's the fastest way to turn a boy into a man that exists on the earth today. I've never been involved in that training. I've read some about it. Uh, I've had interest in knowing what takes place in it. And it's a very intense period of time of training to turn a person into a soldier that they might be able to protect not only themselves, but that they might be able to protect my rights and your rights today. And so it is with us as Christians today. We need training in order that we might be a, a good soldier. We need training that we might be able 
to carry out the duties and the responsibilities that go with being a part of the army of God today, a part of those that would defend the faith and a part of those that would stand up for that that is right and true. A passage that's so familiar with us, Paul again writing to Timothy when he uttered these words in 1 Timothy or 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15, study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, handling a right or rightly dividing uh, the word of truth. Study is such an important part of our training as a child of God today. It's so important that you and I know God's word, that we know the teachings that are contained in it. It's so important that we spend time in the word that we might know the things that are contained therein. Study increases our faith. The Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 11 and verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Paul again wrote to the Roman brethren in Romans 10 and verse 17 and said, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so it's important that you and I build our faith today by study of God's Word, by intense uh, training that we might become more knowledgeable each day of the things that are contained therein. I like to look at the fourth chapter of the book of Matthew and uh, there uh, we see Jesus after he has been baptized, he is taken into the wilderness and he's going to be tempted for a period of time. Uh, some 40 days that he was there and the devil came to him and he uh, tempted him and uh, three examples are given uh, there in the fourth chapter of the book of Matthew about that. And each time that the devil tempted him, he answered with it is written. He, he answered it with the word of God. You and I are confronted with temptation on a daily basis today. How important it is for you and I to know what God would have us to do. <coughs> Pardon me. How, how important it is to know what God would have us to do in every case where the devil tempts us to do that that is wrong and that that is contrary. We need to be able to say it is written. The only way that we're going to be able to say that it's written through is, is through a study uh, of God's Word. The world today is so lacking in a knowledge of God's Word, so lacking in a knowledge of the teachings uh, of the Word of God. Second Peter, the third chapter, verse 18, we're told there, but to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to Him be the glory forever. Amen. We need to grow daily. We need to grow daily in the Word of God. We need to grow daily in a knowledge uh, of the truth. How much time, how much time do you spend in the Word of God today? How much time do you spend studying God's Word? It's a question that sometimes I'm embarrassed to answer on my part. I'm embarrassed because I don't spend enough time. How much time do you spend watching TV today? How much time do you spend on your cell phone? I'm almost fearful to look at the report that comes out each week on mine telling me how much time I've spent there. And I strive to try to uh, reduce that time because I know that I need that time 
to spend in God's Word today. The soldier is well trained and so should be the child of God. The soldier of Jesus Christ needs to be well trained in God's Word. And the only way that we're going to accomplish that is to spend time in the Word of God. Spend time in study of God's Word. Spend time in the assembly of God's saints as we study together uh, from His Word. Spend time doing the things that will bring us to a greater knowledge of the Word of God. Why do we need to train? What's the purpose of our needing to train in the Word of God? Well, Duane read for us a while ago from 1 Timothy, the 6th chapter, beginning in verse 12. He said, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith. You see, we're soldiers of Christ today. And we're engaged in a battle. We're engaged in a fight. We're engaged in warfare. Not physical warfare, but spiritual warfare. We're engaged in that and we must be able to fight the fight that is there. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called. And as professed a good profession before many witnesses, I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things and before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his time he shall show who is the blessed and only Pontius take the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Why do we train as a soldier today? We train as a soldier to fight. What does it mean to fight the good fight of faith? Well, to put it in simple terms that we understand, it means to live the Christian life. It means to live the Christian life, to do the things that Christ would have us to do in our life. What does it mean to lay hold on eternal life? But it means to live the Christian life. What does it mean to keep the command without spot as he was speaking in this passage? It means to live the Christian life. I thought about how I might uh, talk about living the Christian life today and what I might say to impress upon us the responsibilities that go with being a Christian. What I do in my daily life as I fight and as I put forth the effort. And I found it a little difficult to put that together. But I want to do something a little bit different right now than we normally do. I want you to open your Bibles with me. Everybody get your Bible out. Now get it in front of you. And I want you to open it to the fourth chapter of the book of Ephesians. And I want us to let God speak to us just for a little while about what it means to be a Christian today. What it means to be a child of God. I'm not a very good reader, but I trust that, that you will silently read along with me. And let's just let God speak to us about being the fighter that we ought to be and the Christian that we ought to be. And we'll not take all of the time this morning to read chapters 4, 5, and 6, but I want to suggest this to you. Uh, if you need just a condensed, uh, quick uh, uh, summary of 
the things that you need to do on a daily basis as a Christian. Uh, pick these three chapters out and read them quite frequently here. Read with me just a little bit here as we start in chapter 4. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you are called with all lowliness and gentleness with long suffering bearing one another in love enduring to, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace there is one body and one spirit just as you were called in one hope of your calling one Lord one faith one baptism one God and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Knowing this, he ascended. Now this, he ascended. What does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is above is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the in, in, uh, edifying of the body of Christ. To all come to a unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measures of the statue of the fullness of Christ that we no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine and by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love, may we, we grow up in all things unto him who is head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by whatever joint supplieth according to the effective working by which every part doth its share uh, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself. <clears throat> And then I want to skip down. I'm not going to read all of these because I want you to go home and read them today. But I want you to skip down to verse 25. Therefore put away lying. Let each one of us speak the truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be angry and sin not. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Nor give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no longer. But rather let him labor with his hands. What is good that we may have something to give to those who are in need. Let no corrupt. Uh, word proceed out of your mouth but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you have sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ also forgave you. Chapter 5, therefore be imitators of Christ as dear children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God with a sweet smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanliness and covetousness, let it not even be named among you as, uh, as fitting for the saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse gesturing 
offering which are not fitting, but rather giving thanks. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, or covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God cometh upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be partakers with them. For you are once in darkness, now you are in the light of the Lord. Walk as children of light. And then I want to skip on down to verse 22 of chapter 5. I'm, I'm not skipping these because they're unimportant, but because of time, I hope that you will go back and read them. Wives, submit yourself to your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the, the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that he should be holy and without blemish. Skipping down to chapter 6, verse 1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it might be well with you and that you might live long on the earth. And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. And then skipping over to verse 10 of that chapter. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I'm going to stop there and I trust that you would go home and read uh, those three chapters there. It tells us, it tells us in, in very, uh, very uh, few words but powerful words the fight that we're involved in and the life that we're living day by day that we might be a true soldier of Jesus Christ. I wonder today, are we all soldiers of Christ? Are we living by the teachings of His Word as God has spoken to us through His written Word here? Are we doing the things that He would have us to do day by day? I'm thankful, I'm thankful that our soldiers have protected our country and that we have the freedoms that we have today. I'm thankful that Jesus Christ came and lived among us for a period of time and died for us on the cross, shed his blood that he might redeem us from our sins. I'm thankful that we have the hope of our salvation today. One day, one day, the veterans of Jesus Christ are going to be taken home to heaven. Will you be among the veterans that go we're soldiers of the cross. Would you not fight mightily in the army of the Lord that we might not only enjoy the blessings that are in Christ, but that we might give others that opportunity also. I wonder this morning if there might be those that are here uh, that are not Christians that have decided today that you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. 
you've heard God's word, you believe that word, uh, you're ready to confess the great confession before man, and you're ready to be baptized into Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Or maybe there are other needs that you have, whatever they might be. Would you not be today a soldier of Jesus Christ? Would you not obey his word as we stand together and sing? Would you not come?